Hello, this is Dr. Felix Brizuela with uh, my fifth podcast. Uh, this time around, I'm going to make a effort to stay away from the politics. Uh, you cannot tell based on what you've read about me and all the blogs and all the articles I've written as well as the book, but uh, I freaking hate politics with every fiber of my being. Uh, problem is that I see politics like I see vegetables. I hate vegetables, hate green beans, hate them all, yuck, you know, I'd rather just eat meat, 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 but reality, there's consequences, so uh, what I've learned now is that in order for me to prosper as a clinician, as someone to serve the people, in order for me to be altruistic, uh, I have to be aware that uh, there are demons in this world, and in this case, the demons, devil, Beelzebub, whatever you want to call it, is the federal government so in order for me to prosper i have to keep the federal government in check so any event enough said uh i'd like to talk about fibromyalgia fibromyalgia is an interesting condition uh it's been recognized for decades and uh it's classically recognized as a condition in which people usually women present with uh widespread musculoskeletal pain severe uh to the point where they can't function uh, socially, cannot function at work, limits their ability to walk, to get around, to stand, to do any kind of physical activity. It is accompanied by brain fog, tiredness, most likely because there is a lack of good night's sleep, and uh, also covered also by weakness and uh, difficulty with memory, focusing, concentration, all of the above. Uh, for years, they were chasing it as a or they considered a muscle disease, a disease of the muscles. So they've done biopsy studies. Uh, none of these people had elevated C CPK muscle enzymes. So it wasn't like a classic disease of the muscles, like uh, polymyositis or fibromyalgia, or polymyositis or uh, or like polymyositis. <laughs> I'm right now. I'm sorry. I'm tired. But uh, so another event uh, we couldn't prove, or they've not. They were not able to prove. That it's like dermatomyositis, that's the word, dermatomyositis or polymyositis, which are both autoimmune diseases which are potentially lethal in which there's an autoimmune attack on the muscles. So due to the fact that there was lack of clarity in reference to or in terms of what it is, uh, for years uh, it was considered one of those quackery diseases. Uh, like uh, in the U.S. traditionally, because we're a very arrogant healthcare system that has been focused on money monetary gain and less on uh the science even before managed care uh it was anything that wasn't understood anything that you had to use your little head for and think a little bit too hard was labeled as quackery so uh but what was but it's ridiculous because you have literally hundreds of millions of people suffering from this not just in the u.s but around the world so to assume this is what we call a conversion reaction, uh, being a medical condition that is factitious, that is that is caused by anxiety, that you cause it. Uh, you know, those are very, very rare. I've seen a couple of those. But uh, to assume that uh, when you have mass casualties like this, that it's all quackery or due to a uh, factitious disorder uh, or a conversion disorder is ridiculous. Now, luckily, uh, there has been now with the fact that we're getting smarter. The fact that we're 
that we're getting smarter and that we uh, are able to do more testing, that we're able to dig deeper, we know a little bit more about fibromyalgia. Uh, a lot of fibromyalgia patients, in fact, I would say pretty close to 100% of the patients I've seen, have symptoms that have also have symptoms of what we call sensory neuropathy. They have numbness, they have tingling, they have burning, shooting pain, worse at rest, and uh, a lot of people have restless leg syndrome, periodic movements of sleep. So uh, that raises suspicion that perhaps fibromyalgia is not necessarily a disease of the muscles, but a disease of the nerves going to the muscles, specifically the sensory nerves. Uh, we now know that about 40% of patients with fibromyalgia have chronic inflammatory demyelinating polyneuropathy, which is something I'd like to discuss in the future. This is a this is what we call a neuropathy. Uh, many of you have heard of neuropathies. Maybe of you have neuropathies, and uh, knowing our system, I'll bet a lot of you don't know what's causing the neuropathy because again, and that goes back to this whole thing. And I don't want to get into the politics again, but uh, where you know if you're an ambitious doctor who wants to do the right thing, you're singled out, and not only can you get in trouble or removed from insurances, but you can go to jail. So a lot of doctors shy away from being that ambitious, but uh, chronic inflammatory demyelinating polyneuropathy, or CIDP as it's also known, is a condition in which your immune system goes array and starts attacking its own nerves. Uh, the etiology of this condition is believed to be something that triggers the immune system, and the immune system goes crazy, tries to remove the offending particle, protein, organism, and it's not successful. Therefore, your immune system starts attacking your own organs as well. Okay, this is something that we don't fully understand. We think that there's some people who are more genetically prone to this, what we call molecular mimicry, meaning that uh, there's something in the protein, whether it be a virus, bacteria, such as Lyme disease, syphilis, uh, uh, or uh, virus, uh, we're seeing CIDP with COVID. In fact, we're seeing a hell of a lot of it. Uh, we know that this kind of, we, we call it molecular mimicry, something in the virus, the particle resembles something in your nerve. And uh, so therefore your body inadvertently, your immune system inadvertently attacks that, attacks your nerves. Uh, we see, you know, this is the basis of autoimmunity. I mean, uh, it's not just the immune system, but in the case of lupus, which again, we don't fully understand, uh, in that case, uh, your immune system, something triggers your immune system, not only to attack your nerves, but attack your, uh, but attack your heart, attack your liver, attack your kidneys. Uh, uh, same thing with Sjogren's syndrome, sarcoidosis. Again, these are called autoimmune disorders. And uh, for one thing, what we're finding is, uh, in the case of CIDP, which is a specific type of CIDP, which is a specific type of autoimmune disorder that can also be seen with lupus and other conditions, uh, your immune system attacks the lining of the nerves, the myelin sheets, uh, the cushioning. And without the cushioning, without the insulation, nerves do not transmit efficiently. So the symptoms of CIDP include any combination of weakness, difficulty walking, fatigue, loss of muscle function, numbness, tingling, burning, Restless leg syndrome, drops in blood pressure, mental fogginess, uh, uh, difficulty sleeping. I mean, uh, and you could see all or any of those symptoms. I've had patients with CIDP present with just shortness of breath. Uh, 
we do nerve conductions, then I, oh my, there's a disease of the nerves, but yet the patient's not complaining of any weakness, numbness, or tingling. You put them on treatment, which the uh, standard of care for CIDP is IVIG, something that I got in trouble for prescribing. Uh, uh, again, I don't want to go back to politics, but in any event, that's the base for treatment, and these people are literally resurrected. Uh, what we're finding is that 40% of patients with fibromyalgia uh, when they have nerve conducting studies, which are performed by a neurologist, have chronic inflammatory demyelinating polyneuropathy or CIDP. So those of you with uh, those of you with uh, uh, who've been diagnosed or feel that you have fibromyalgia, you want to go to a competent neurologist, somebody that's competent. Okay, uh, and I underline the word competent uh, uh, to see if you have the condition. What do I mean by competent? First of all, even if you do do nerve conductions, if, even if you find a neurologist that does nerve conductions, sadly, 90% of neurologists don't know what it is, don't know how to diagnose it, okay? Why is that, you may ask? Because, again, going back to our healthcare system, again, try to avoid politics, you cannot, okay? You do the right thing, you get in trouble, okay? Uh, I was investigated for the FBI by the FBI for treating this condition only because insurance companies don't want it because it compromises their profit. And you read my story, I tell a little bit more about that. So a lot of doctors are spooked. They don't want a diagnosis. Uh, I suspect a lot of doctors know what it is, but they don't want to go there. They just say to a patient, you know what? Uh, you just have neuropathy. There's nothing we can do about it. And uh, I'm shocked at how many people come to see me and they actually have CIDP. Uh, sounds cowardly, but... Uh, I spent seven months in prison. How many of you could do that? The, what you see on TV about prison life, it's all true, okay? Uh, they bully you. They don't. You don't get good health care. Uh, if you get sick, they literally let you die. Uh, they don't give you treatment. Uh, we now know that there's a scandal that uh, a, lot of pe a lot of these so-called doctors that work in prisons aren't even medical people. They're just thrown in there. Uh, so if you get ill, you know, you're going to die. I mean, it's that simple in prison. Uh, they don't like you. They'll, they'll urinate or ejaculate in your food. Shocking, but it's true. And uh, you sit there starving. By the eighth day, you have no choice because you're so hungry. You either, die, you either die or eat, so you have no choice to eat it. They take your mattress. They throw it in the uh, shower, get it wet, and make you sleep on the mattress. Uh, if, you, if you're suicidal, they put you in a paper suit. They put you in a paper suit, they throw you in a cell, and they have another prisoner watching you. And while you're trying to fall asleep, the prisoner will say, wake up, wake up, wakey, wakey, you know. So, uh, yeah, everything you hear about prison is absolutely true. So uh, can you blame these guys for, not that I condone it, because purposely, personally me, and not everybody's me, I would die for the right thing, and I'm dead serious. I'd be happy if I died right now. But a lot of doctors do not feel that way, so... Can you, you know, can you blame them, okay? Uh, another reason is because uh, there's doctors that just don't know how to do nerve conduction studies. Uh, but uh, there are good neurologists out there. What I tell people that I speak to is that uh, if you're not getting answers, email, or email me or contact me through Facebook or Twitter. And uh, I will be happy. You tell me where you live, what kind of insurance you have. And I will find the, the right neurologist, the right resource with, for you, okay? And again, as I said, uh, and I'm sorry, besides CIDP, 
I would say that every patient I've ever seen with fibromyalgia has an underlying autoimmune disorder, whether it be CIDP, CIDP along with another autoimmune disorder, or the other autoimmune disorder itself, okay? Which, again, you run into a conundrum. I had a patient with fibromyalgia. I did a test called an ANA, which is the standard of care, one third the standard for diagnosing uh, lupus, along with some other tests like anti-double-stranded DNAs and yada, anti, and yada, yada, yada. In any event, uh, a normal anti-double-stranded DNA is about, geez, minus, about 1 to 140 or below, okay? This person's anti-ANA, anti-nuclear antibody, was 1 to 800. I referred her to a rheumatologist, and the rheumatologist said, there's nothing wrong with this patient. She does not have lupus. And I was like, what the hell is it? What the hell is wrong with you, dude? Uh, why do you think he said that? Same thing, okay? Does not want to be the bad guy. Does not want to be the diagnosed. The one, the one to diagnose, because next thing you know, he'll end up having to eat chicken covered with uh, ejaculate from a fat, smelly guard. So would you do it? Uh, would you do it? And uh, in the Pittsburgh area, I never met a rheumatologist who was willing to who was willing to make the diagnosis. All they ever said was, "Well, you know, the best I, the advice they ever got was put the patient on Plaquenil, which is used for autoimmune disorders." But they were scared to death, scared to death, literally, to make the diagnosis. So again, trying to avoid politics, but you can't. I mean, I just want to make you aware of what's happening. Any any of you with fibromyalgia who've gone to physicians and have not gotten answers, that's why they don't want to go to jail, which is why physicians like myself, doctors of courage, uh, were filing litigation because when you have this amount, when you have travesty to this extent, you cannot negotiate with congressmen. And uh, there are physician organizations out there like, uh, you know, don't punish pain and it's run by, and this is, you know, run by good people. Uh, However, uh, the what they do is they try to reach out to Congress and politicians with all due respect, and I don't disagree with that approach. I think it's a good approach. It should be done. But the only means by which you're going to resolve this problem is through litigation, okay? Uh, as some of you know, myself as well as some other physicians have filed lawsuits against the uh, Department of Health and Human Services the Blue, Blue Cross Blue Shield, as well as the VA. Great news. Update. Our lawsuit is successful, and they're giving us answers, and uh, I'm talking about it. So, again, we're taking action. It's going to take some time, and uh, a lot of politicians. I've gotten a lot of positive feedback from a lot of politicians uh, who acknowledge these problems, uh, which is a good thing. In fact, uh, I've gotten very, very positive feedback from... Uh, Governor Casey of Pennsylvania, as well as some other politicians. Uh, what uh, Cory Booker was another one. Uh, but there's a lot of them are Republican, and you guys know about these two cases in Oklahoma and uh, California, in which uh, a judge refused to grant a lawsuit against Big Pharma, which is a huge thing. So again, I'm telling you some horrific things today. Again, promising that I uh, was going to kind of talk politics, but I broke my promise. But again, you see why it's hard to avoid, okay? 
But in any event, the point is that'll, I mean, getting back to fibromyalgia, uh, everybody I've ever seen with fibromyalgia has some kind of autoimmune disorder, whether it be lupus, whether it be Sjogren's syndrome, whether it be sarcoidosis, uh, whether it be mixed connective tissue disease, uh, you're not going to find them unless you test for them. And it's very, well, you know, I don't want to say it's very unlikely, but it's not that likely that a, that a primary doctor internist will do that. Although I've been pleasantly surprised lately. I run into some family doctors, even in very conservative Pittsburgh, whose uh, nurse practitioners or PAs have in fact checked for autoimmune disorders. So perhaps, you know, got, you know, things are turning around and the tide is turning. Let's hope so. Okay. But, uh, my success with treating fibromyalgia with autoimmune therapy has been, are you ready for this? 100%. I try to avoid chemo drugs like methotrexate, like Imuran, like Cytoxan, although sometimes I have to go there. I've had really good success with them. The best success I've had is with a treatment known as intravenous gamma globulin, IVIG. <clears throat> what is IVIG? IVIG is a given intravenously. It's a mixture of billions of what we call IgG molecules. IgG are the proteins that are produced by white blood cells, uh, specifically B lymphocytes in response to a foreign agent, okay? And uh, these antibodies act as, it act as what we call autoimmune therapy. Now, classic autoimmune therapy is prednisone. Uh, the problem with prednisone is that it suppresses your immune system. So you're basically biting, what is it saying? Cutting off your nose to spite your face. Although I've not had any major problems with prednisone. I've taken prednisone myself because of my chronic football injuries. But uh, still, you can't uh, compromise your immune system, which in light of the COVID crisis, which is only going to get worse, uh, not a good thing. So. Imuran, Cytoxan, Celsep, those are, those are chemo drugs. They kind of work a little bit like prednisone, not quite like prednisone, but they too suppress your immune system. Uh, IVIG does not suppress your immune system. It enhances your immune system, so you're getting the best of both worlds. I've had patients who not only have autoimmune disease, but they have deficiencies in their immune system, and when I put them on IVIG, boom, takes care of both. They stop getting sick, they feel more energetic, symptoms go away, yada, 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 okay? Uh, how does IVIG work? Well, it works by as a neutralizing antibody. And if you heard that term before, that's how vaccines work. Uh, unlike vaccines, however, you cannot, uh, there's nothing to develop tolerance to it, so it will not stop working. We're seeing now that, uh, as you know, I suspected, the COVID is developing resistance to neutralizing antibodies. Uh, this new Omicron variant, we're going to have a huge problem with. But again, that's a whole nother story. But I do believe we will, we will, we will finally beat it uh, with uh, with uh, antiviral therapy. Perhaps we can talk about that at another time. Okay, but uh, <clears throat> it IVIG also works by by let's call it neutralizing complement. When there is immune, an immune response, there's various things that the white blood cells do, the B cells, T cells, in order to destroy the offending organism, one of which is to uh, 
initiate a cascade known as the complement cascade, which ultimately leads to the uh, that ultimately leads to the offending agent being destroyed uh, chemically. Boom, they disintegrate. Okay. Uh, there's also phagocytosis and other things, but uh, so IVIG neutralizes complement. So in this case, it can't dis in this case it can't destroy your organs. In the case of CIDP, your nerves. So that's another means. So uh, <clears throat> what's unique about IVIG is that it works through various different mechanisms to control autoimmune disorders, which is different, unique from other treatments like prednisone or uh, like uh, uh, chemotherapy agents. So it's an awesome treatment. Uh, the problem with IVIG is our government hates it. Uh, I was shocked back in the 2000s when there was a local physician in Steubenville, Ohio, I'll tell you his name because he's passed, uh, Dr. Sergeant Singh. He was very well politically connected. Uh, Al Gore went to his funeral, and that pretty much tells the story. He was also ex-president of the board, okay? Now, why doesn't that surprise? Because medical boards do not like hiring science people. They like hiring politicians. Again, going back to keeping costs in healthcare down, okay, in order for insurance companies to make a profit. <clears throat> he reported me to the FBI. He told them that I was getting kickbacks, money. I didn't even know what kickbacks meant back then. And uh, he also told them that I was sending the money to Cuba. What's hilarious about that is that uh, I am Cuban. You can't you can't store money in Cuban in Cuban banks. If they do, they're going to keep it. Okay, uh, it's a communist country. That's uh, and they knew that. Okay, but uh, despite that, seven year investigation. Seven in it was all designed to bully me. Stop prescribing IBIG. When they raided my house, they said to my wife, "Does he know how expensive that stuff is?" My wife is a lot like me, and she looks at the guy in the face and. I don't give a shit. We don't give a shit, okay? And it's not your call. Nobody has ever talked to the FBI the way my wife did, and I was very, very proud of her. And, uh, you know, for that matter, they eventually went away. But again, uh, why aren't doctors prescribing this if it's working? I mean, my patients with fibromyalgia, their symptoms literally disappear, okay? Why aren't doctors prescribing it? Because they don't want to eat cum-infected, cum infiltrated uh urine infiltrated chicken like some of our like some of the prisoners i was in prison with had to so uh again it goes back to that so uh as much as i really take offense to my colleagues being so conservative and not aggressive i can understand okay uh not everybody's me i grew up very tough i grew up in a ghetto uh had a lot of bad things happen i saw a lot of bad things i had a friend die in my arms so uh uh Let's just say that I've seen the worst in life, and I'm not afraid to go there. I'm not afraid of prison, okay? Uh, I never got fed uh, food that was ejaculated on, but uh, if I would have, I would have brushed it off, okay? It's still disgusting, okay? Uh, I would have brushed off the cum and ate the rest of the chicken, okay? But uh, I kept, when I was in prison, I kept quiet. I kept away from trouble. Uh, I didn't associate much, so uh, I dodged a lot of bullets. I was one of the few prisoners. That never got thrown into the hole okay so uh i got lucky but uh it doesn't take much uh, those atrocities have happened to other physicians that have gone to prison so 
again, why aren't they prescribing IVIG? Why aren't they recognizing that uh, fibromyalgia is an autoimmune disorder? They're scared. They don't want to go to jail, okay? Are they spineless? Are these doctors being spineless? That's your call. I'm not going to comment on that, but you have to ask yourself, what would you do and sympathize with us, okay? And remember that when they go after us, they take all our money. Uh, I didn't have crap to begin with, so I didn't have much to take away. I mean, I had all the $200,000. There are physicians, and these are hardworking physicians, businessmen. I suck as a businessman, okay? A lot of physicians are good businessmen, and they do the right thing. They do the clean. They're clean. They may have, uh, I don't know, $18 million in the bank. They take it all. They, they take it all, okay? So you lose that, and uh, you're, most doctors are married to spouses who married them because they're doctors. Uh, my wife, I'm happy to say, uh, we're a little bit different, uh, complicated. Perhaps we'll talk about it one day, but uh, it's not why we got married, but I'm one of the lucky ones. In fact, I'm one of the few physicians I know who did not lose their spouse. Uh, spouses marry doctors because they want secure lifestyles. Once that's done, they're out the door, okay? I know a physician who hasn't seen his daughter in two to four years, which is disgusting, but uh, again, would you be willing to cross the line, do the right thing for a patient, save their lives, if those are the consequences? That's what we're dealing with right now, and that's what we're fighting. We are going to we are going to win this war, okay? But uh, you know, but in any event, uh, yeah. So, in my opinion, is that fibromyalgia is an autoimmune disorder. It's either an autoimmune disorder within itself. It's an autoimmune disorder due to a a chronic medical condition that was not addressed, whether it be lupus, whether it be sarcoidosis, mixed connective tissue disease, uh, scleroderma, the list goes on and on and on. Uh, it could be to what we call a stealth organism. There are infections that do not go away. Okay, Lyme disease does not go away. Uh, Epstein-Barr does not go away. Cytomegalovirus does not go away. Okay, uh, Chlamydia does not go away. All these organisms have been linked to uh, a CIDP and fibromyalgia. Uh, if you've not been, you should be checked for those organisms. Now, here comes the bad news. Strong connection with COVID-19. It is the stealth organism, like Lyme disease, like syphilis, like uh, cytomegalovirus. So uh, uh, when you... Going back to COVID, not to change the conversation or Harper on that, I've said this before, you do not want to get COVID because once you have it, you have it for life. And you end up with complications such as this. And uh, what's sad is, I think when all is said and done, you're going to see an epidemic of things like fibromyalgia, CIDP. Uh, epilepsy is three times more common in patients who've had COVID uh, due to what we call chronic COVID encephalitis. These are things the government does not want you to do. Why? Because they want you to work. Why do they want you to work? Because they want you to fuel the economy. Is that for you? No. Everybody's dying. But uh, you notice that uh, the wealthy are making profits, the insurance, the health insurance, etc., because the government wants you to uh, feed the job makers. Now, I will give Mr. Biden one thing. He said, let's face it, trickle-down economics does not work. And uh, that's why a lot of politicians want to fuel the rich, fuel the rich, because they feel that the uh, they're the ones, the job makers, the ones who fuel the economy. Amazon's got some nerve claiming that 50, they're paying their employees $15 an hour. We call that slavery, okay? We call that slavery. That's bullshit. So based on my calculations, 
to a four to two hundred thousand dollar mortgage in a four fa with, with a family of four, assuming one has to stay home, you got to make at least twenty five thousand dollars a year. So uh, we got a long way to go. But uh, the bad news is that the wealthy are eventually themselves going to run out of money. So again, that's a whole new topic. So uh, in summary, if you have fibromyalgia, if you feel you have fibromyalgia, get yourself to a competent physician. Okay. How do you find a competent physician? Until things get better, word of mouth. And uh, why aren't physicians being aggressive? Well, now you know. Okay, so any event, uh, I tried to stay clinical. It's hard to stay clinical without putting politics in it. But uh, I hope this was informative for you. And uh, look forward to talking to you uh, at our next podcast. Take care. Be safe. Have a, have a great rest of your weekend. For God's sake. Don't go out, don't go to restaurants or movie theaters or crowded places unless you have to. Have a great day.